Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, anyone from pretty much any profession in the world I've probably had as a guest on the show. Uh, Sometimes I also uh, speak on topics that, through my faith system, I believe in the creator of the universe, and I believe they inspire through me. Put on my heart to talk to you about. And sometimes I share music that I have created to help reframe, reset negative thought patterns. And the whole purpose of this show is in alignment with Live Happy's mission, which is to help empower you, especially if you have depression to find happiness from within. Now, some people might say, well, who is, who is she think she is? Who does she think she is that she can talk on this, this topic, this medical diagnosed condition? Who could be better to speak about a topic than someone that is diagnosed with it, that has overcome those negative thought patterns through the positive relationships I've developed over time, through the skills I've learned in resiliency training and the alternative therapies that I have designed that have been made billable to state legislation, billing departments, whoever whoever does the billing for psychiatric hospitals. Who am I? That without a state license, I could make a shift in the world in sharing about this mission, this brand, in less than two years of learning social media and getting reached out to from top organizations in the world, such as Deepak Chopra, Ariana Huffington, the Kennedy Foundation, Johnson & Johnson, and many other big-named brands that knew that I had branded myself as a woman who, t- who talks about, who isn't afraid to speak on the topic of depression. Because I've been there. I've been in your shoes. Chances are I've been in a situation like yours or I know someone that's been in a situation like yours. And I haven't given up. You shouldn't be given up. That's what this show's all about, is helping to give you some tools in your toolbox to empower you, to inspire you, to equip you, to take action in your life so that you don't just be that person that puts the blanket over their head and hides in the corner when they're going through a tough day, but uses the situation to keep it moving. So today's topic, um, if you celebrate the... Christian holiday. We are celebrating Christmas today. So Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of those celebrations. Uh, Today I was reading in the scriptures. I was getting some heartfelt messages from my deity telling me that I needed to speak to you about the power of light and the power of darkness 
the one that is in charge of it all. I don't pre-plan these, these topics when I do it by myself. This is completely spirit-led from what I believe the creator of the universe desires for me to share with you with the knowledge and experiences that I have. And if I've read any uh, relevant research on the topic, whatnot, it might come out. Um, hopefully by the end of the show, you have one or two golden nuggets that you can take with you and take some action in your life to not give up hope and maybe share it with a friend that's going through a tough season. So the one that is in charge of it all, both the light and the dark. So when I say light and dark, when I refer to light, I mean things like being kind, loving, generous, hopeful, gratitude. Uh, when I see dark, things, things of that nature, um, envy, anger, frustration, violence, it all belongs to the creator above. The creator is in charge of it all. Uh, in, uh, in the Old Testament, in Genesis, it talks about, in the first few chapters, it talks about, I think it was on the fourth day, and then there was light. So, there wasn't always light. But the creator designed it. out of the darkness. When you light a candle, what does it look like? If you're in a space where you can see far away, when you light that candle, you'll be able to see miles away if you're, if you're outside. Uh, chapter 1, verse 3, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Uh, verse 4, God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. Verse 5, God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. So there has been, since the beginning, a separation of light, which is good. But it doesn't say in here that he called the darkness bad. He just called the light good, which I thought was interesting. When do a majority of crimes occur? Do they occur during the daytime? No. Majority of crimes that occur are when people can be hidden in the dark or it's difficult to identify the person that is committing the crimes. Neighborhoods for children and teens often have um, hours where 
because they try to help teens uh, stay out of trouble. They have a certain amount of time where the, the kids have to be home by. Our rule in our neighborhood was uh, from our mom. If we were down the street and we couldn't see the light come on on the house, it was, uh, it was like the reverse of solar powered. So when it got dark enough, the light on the house turned on. And if we couldn't see the light, we were too far. And if mom whistled and we didn't come when she whistled to us, uh, we were too far away. And that was our signal. That it was time to get home. Of course, this was, you know, elementary age and whatnot, maybe, maybe like a little bit into junior high. But for the most part, when it got to be too dark out, mom wanted us close to home because she didn't she didn't want us getting harmed. We didn't live in the safest of neighborhoods. Um, if you have a child listening to this episode, you might. Uh, I would re- strongly recommend you listening to the episode first. If you have kids in the room, you might want to pause it, listen to something else, um, and listen to this again when you're alone, and then you can preview it and decide, depending on the age of your kids, um, what you want to share with them. I had a a friend that I enjoyed hanging out with, but she was a little bit older than me. She was like two, two and a half years older than me. The summer between my sixth grade and seventh grade, she got pregnant. She got gang raped. I imagine in the dark, hanging out with a boy that she liked Well, he decided to bring his friends to the party. And they completely disrespected her body. She got pregnant. And it completely changed the trajectory of her future, her financial everything. Not just her, it was her mother as well. Her mom is the same woman that got me my first gig when I was five years old. She was a pastor's assistant at the church. And I'm not sure if this changed her mom's career path or if she already had two full-time jobs but I remember she worked two remote jobs full-time as a single parent she worked 80 hours a week taking care of two um, elementary and junior high age kids at home and she was a hard-working woman Darkness tried to destroy my friend as a child. And that's what often darkness will do, is harm the most vulnerable of people. But the creator is in charge of it all and uses it all for the betterment of you. If you allow the situation you allow the creator to use it and change the meaning from it being this terrible horrific thing to okay I don't like this situation I don't like how this looks Lord or how this is impacting me but I trust you whatever it is that you are trying to teach me whatever it is that you are desiring for me to do 
I trust you. Use me. Use me, creator. How can I be of service to others? Being that humble in a situation when you could easily be angry will allow for creative juices to flow through your mind. A couple of months ago, I was working for a company in a sales position and I had been ignoring the darkness that started my first week sexual harassment from men Caucasian men all three of the people the perpetrators were Caucasian white men from privileged society in the year 2022 when they know better I ignored it because I have had to learn to ignore the inappropriate behaviors of young men my whole life my whole entire life by the third person sexually harassing me I had found out that my pay was being discriminated I was being discriminated against for my gender from a colleague that was a man that used to be a woman they were so fed up with how they were treated as a woman over decades that they had decided to change their gender but they didn't tell anyone at our job we both got hired around the same time they just paid attention to how the men were speaking about me I was the only woman on the team that was going out in the field with these men selling and they stood up for me they didn't like how I was being treated as a woman they are a person of light a human being of light. I had I actually had them as a guest on the show a couple months ago as they were deciding to reveal their story, the transition of being born a woman, um, being attracted to women, being a gay woman for a while, and then transitioning to having a full-on sex change and now identifying as a man. This person, this human being, cared enough for me to let me know because they had been working in the industry for, at this point, over 20 years. And they knew how much they had been discriminated against. They're in the middle of a federal lawsuit. Two or three years in, the first human, trans human being that is suing the government being discriminated against I just happened to meet this person and they cared enough about me as a human being that they told me 
your pay is being negatively impacted on purpose. These men are sacrificing sales to make sure that you are not successful. You need to report this. This is what was said to me about you. This is why you have not made sales these last four weeks. I had never not been successful in any sales. I've I've done a variety of sales jobs. I've always been in the top 10% definitely and usually in the top five. And I couldn't understand why am I not succeeding? They explained it to me. So... I reluctantly, after being encouraged from a team lead, it was an unofficial lead, my direct manager was at a training at corporate and put another person kind of as the leader while he was gone. And they were trying to get down to the bottom of it. Who had harassed me? Because I didn't didn't name names. I told my manager before he left town for the training I said, I believe my pay is being negatively impacted because I was told this information. And I was trying to do it amicably using the light that is within me. I actually designed a therapy, a business opportunity for them to utilize the team member that had stood up for me that was experiencing racism. I witnessed it myself and I... When I reluctantly reported my sexual harassment, I also reported the racism in that same first phone call interview with, uh, with the corporate HR. Because the, the people that were being racist was the HR lady at our location. The regional sales manager, who was also sexually harassing me my first week on the job, And so it wasn't a place where we could report it locally. So I reported it to corporate. But we are in the middle of a pandemic. And it's like people have forgotten the laws in our nation. (laughs) Or they just don't give a rat's booty. I learned a very good lesson from one of my connections who told me about the laws in our state. And I recorded the interview, the first phone call that I had with the first HR woman that was a woman of color that did not care about other people of color completely dismissed, ignored any of my concerns, wanted to just disappear me off the team. And we all have light and dark within us, and I don't mean our skin color. I mean, we all have the decision to feed the beast or to feed the angel within us because we are all made in the likeness of the creator above full of light and full of darkness and we get to decide 
in each decision we make. If it's going to be a decision of light or not. So that phone call was recorded. And when I had a second meeting I requested, after the first meeting was ignored, um, they said about the racism being ignored and whatnot, they said, "Mm, this is a new case. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We'll make sure to uh, speak to you about it. And, And they had replied to all of these HR people that I had, or leaders, I had no idea who these people were that were in the CC of the email. And so I replied all and said, actually, I've got a copy of the recording. If you'd like to review it, I can make that available to you. That was not new information. I shared that in that meeting with you. Looking forward to next steps. And it went on and on. And by the time that I was supposed to have this meeting, it just got worse and worse for me. Trying to be a person of light and stand up for a coworker that was being bullied in the workplace and stand up for myself. Didn't want to speak about the sexual harassment. It was so uncomfortable for me. But a man encouraged me, a Caucasian man encouraged me to do it. I won't ever speak about sexual harassment that I receive ever again. I will just let my husband know and he'll handle it. Women have had to deal with so much bullshit for way too long. And the creator is tired of it. That's what a lot of religious leaders have been speaking about. It's in the movies. There's a lot more movies where the heroes are women now that have been coming out as of late in the last few years. It's not anyone's idea. The creator decides it all and puts ideas in our minds whether you're conscious of it or not. I'm grateful that the Creator trusts me with this assignment to help people of all genders, of all gender identities, of all sexual orientations, of all religious belief systems, of all ages, race, I'm grateful the Creator trusts me enough as a Caucasian white mid-30s woman that's never made more on a salary than $55,000. Who am I? Who am I to lead people that are struggling with their mental health. I don't even make the salary of therapists. Doesn't matter what you make. Doesn't matter what your educational background is. One of the leaders of 
one of the largest churches in the world that is his sermons are seen all over the world never went to seminary school when you have been called to be a leader of the light in whatever topic the creator assigns to you he will make room for your perfect place in society And he loves to surprise people. Think about David and Goliath. David was the least likely child in the family to be chosen. The whole family actually ignored, didn't think that it was going to be David. Like, what? No way. This big old giant, he was going to defeat him. But he did. He did defeat, and he was given the kingdom, but not yet. He had to wait. He had to wait a few years. King was not happy about it at all because he knew he was going to lose his kingdom soon. And when certain people get certain levels of power for too long, they get accustomed to the high life. The creator woke me this morning and told me that the crown is already mine for this global ambassadorship, but it's not just about my nation, it's about the whole entire world. And there's some things that are going to blow people away. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that the creator trusts me. What I ask for from the creator above is to just give me enough for that day so that I continue to trust in the creator above. I don't need anything fancy I don't need gifts to be sent in my direction. If I have enough food, if I have clothing, that is enough. If I have access to to cleaning myself, bathing myself so that I don't stink, that is enough. I know that I have been called just like Mother Teresa was called. Only I know that I need to work on my language. I can have a foul mouth at times. But what brings me joy is doing things like what Mother Teresa did. Helping the poor. Spending quality time with those that are in battered shelters. Feeding the homeless that are sleeping outside in tents with my hero of 2020. Those are the kinds of things that bring me joy, which is service to the world. That is when I believe my light shines brighter than any other time when I'm singing music or helping to coach young aspiring singers. Last year I had this Desire, but I didn't have the clarity on whether or not I was going to start uh, like an at-home daycare service or if I was going to do like a summer camp for kids. But I knew I wanted to spend time with kids. And it had been a couple years since I was like teaching in the schools and whatnot. Um, an advertisement came across my social media page for this particular website. 
to kind of set up like my own kind of like the Airbnb of being a babysitter or a nanny. And I had connected to a beautiful family, mixed cultural background, minorities, with three beautiful girls and the eldest daughter dreams of being a singer one day. And we had the best night. The husband actually planned it all. Um, he's in the military, active duty. Planned the whole thing out for a date night for his wife. And um, had a fun time. It was like four or five hours with these girls. They were so well behaved. They loved each other so much. They had unity from above, from the top leadership of the family. There was harmony in that home. And when the two younger siblings were sleepy and it was time for them to go to bed, I got to coach their eldest daughter and give her voice lessons and teach her some piano skills, teach her how to look up music online so she can learn any song she wants to sing that's available, that the sheet music's available for and she began to trust me. Within only a couple of hours of meeting her, she opened up with me and told me that she was getting bullied at school. That there was a girl that used to be her friend that just stopped being her friend and she didn't understand why. And I got to be a person that she trusted, that she opened up to, because that's what happens when I'm around people. They can sense my authenticity, the light shining through me. And they open up their hearts to me because my heart is wide open. Now they had reached out after that evening. They had reached out. I had mentioned to her mom that she had told me she was getting bullied a little bit so that she'd have a heads up to maybe have that conversation with her daughter. Um... And they asked me a couple weeks later to come and watch them babysit for them again. Now, I was orchestrating this concert series for veterans and first responders. And I had invited their family to show up to it. And they agreed they were going to bring their daughter in on the concert so that she could hear other singers and whatnot. And something happened and their phone got hacked into Or the email never got sent to them. Not sure which. Um, they asked me to babysit another time for them. And I had agreed and I told them that I didn't need their money. Because I enjoyed spending time with their daughter. But I would love if they could help connect me to the people that are on the suicide watch list. To invite them to the concerts. And they, uh, the husband thought it was a very fair exchange, and he said, I'll see what I can do. Now, as soon as that message was sent, I made a post about it. Silly me, I made a post to share how you can help people and get to your mission. I didn't put his name, I just showed the message. Now, this political party that has a lot of darkness on their team, 
that chooses to ignite the dark side of themselves, I should say, instead of choosing light. They illegally hacked into my phone or they coerced him and reached out to him directly and threatened him where he was no longer interested in having me watch his children and canceled the need. I had one of my business mentors shoot a video for their daughter. He's, he's been able to work with former presidents of our nation, Clinton and Obama. He's worked and done over 10,000 productions with people from big names in the music industry, Gwen Stefani, Maroon 5, Avril Lavigne, all of these people. And I asked him to shoot a little video. I said, I have this girl that I have been uh, watching with her sisters, and she's been getting bullied at school. I was wondering if you could shoot a short video to encourage her. And he did, because that's the kind of people that I associate with loving and encouraging people. He sent me the video within minutes. And I, I had to upload it. There were some technical issues. It wasn't allowing me to send it to her father. So I uploaded it as an unlisted video on YouTube, and I sent him the link. I said, hey, could you have your daughter watch this when you have a minute? Because I, I think it was her birthday or something special was coming up. And I said... and. He said, no, I wasn't able to watch it. I said, okay, well, it's a video from a pretty big name person with a lot of influence, and I wanted to encourage her to keep singing. There was no explanation why they didn't want me to babysit anymore because we had a great time, and I was going to offer to do it for free. But the thing is... When you have a calling on your life that is so strong it can scare people that are living in darkness that are choosing darkness these people will stop at nothing to destroy me and the connections that I have with people just because I chose to not join their organization when they reached out to me in 2018, when they reached out again in 2019, when they had a fake minister con her way onto my team in 2020. It's the same organization that tried to get my husband involved in their cult with their blood money. I imagine the same organization that has been sacrificing children on this island that they got called out on that has been disappearing all of the eyewitnesses. But the creator of the universe knows all, sees all, is above all, and does not stand for injustice. The creator allows for both dark and light. I believe the creator 
desires for us to have a deep affection and love and gratitude for being placed on this earth. For saying thank you for having another day. And I believe that's why when you are more grateful that you receive more. And when you're not grateful, when you have an attitude of jealousy or you're covetous of others, you're complaining, I believe that communication, it's like the phone call gets cut off and you are hanging up on the creator. They can't, they can't be around you when you're dark, when you're choosing to accelerate the darkness within you. Another one of my connections just uh, saw today, actually, that they got hacked into. How convenient that I was sharing one of my public speakers that was a keynote for our concerts last year that supported our nonprofit ministry for veterans and first responders that they got hacked into. Almost every single one of my network that is of a certain political party got hacked into last year, or they suspect is of a certain political party. The other political party, nothing happened to them. Hmm, imagine that. Wonder why. It's okay, though, because, again, the creator of the universe knows all, sees all, and knows your intentions. And whatever you send out comes back to you. Completely rebounds and comes back to you. Um, It's something that I had heard Oprah Winfrey say a lot. And when I was reading through the Psalms... Uh, when I was dealing with this sexual harassment at the job, I was forced on mental health leave during their investigation. They actually called it that. And the creator asked me to read through the Psalms in over the weekend. And so I did. And I saw in the word where the... The attacks from the enemy will be rebounded right back onto them. I saw it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Because I had heard it from a leader in society that everyone knows who Oprah Winfrey is. If you don't, then you obviously were sheltered without any television or advertising in your life. We all have light and darkness within us. And we get to choose every single decision. What to bring more light and what to bring more darkness to. 
my husband that I married this year is my hero of 2020. He told me he never wants me to see him in his mode of wrath because he is a warrior that was trained from, given the skills from the creator of the universe to destroy anything that is not good. (laughs) Don't know how else to say it. And it hurt that we had to separate Easter Sunday this year. That was the last time I got to see him. Because he had to lie to me to get me to think that he wanted to break up. But he was just protecting me. Because these same people that hacked into my... The, the kid that I was babysitting, the, the father, the active duty, I'm sure they coerced him too, just like they coerced and threatened my friend that was my non-profit business partner. It's the same people. Used my husband for decades and decades of service to our country and are just going to throw him away like an old dog to be euthanized. I won't stand for it. The Creator told me to fight for Him with everything that I have, and I will. The Creator brought us together as love and light. We are the full, equal balance of love, light, and wrath and darkness. Nothing can separate you from love. There is nothing that can separate you. If you have a deep level of love within you. There is no power in the world that can keep me from my husband forever. And on that day, when we get reunited, and the Judas in our circle that sold me out for about 800 acres, he will understand. He will have a greater understanding, I should say, why I have been defending my husband, even though I haven't heard from him since Easter Sunday of this year. He should ask himself why his wife wouldn't stand up for him. But he already knows because he hasn't been faithful to her. As soon as I realized, it took me a couple months, as soon as I realized what my husband was doing, I stopped dating people because I literally thought that my husband had left me and forced me to move out and 
asked for a divorce multiple times. I didn't understand what was going on. So there was a couple people that I dated while I was waiting for him to fill out our divorce paperwork. I'm not proud of it, but it's the truth. And because I ended things kindly with one of them, I believe the creator even used that situation to help with my destiny because I had to... Well, luckily, my former roommates, old co-workers, let me move back in with them when we separated. But our landlord decided to sell their house. So we had to move, and I had to find housing while learning a new job. And I didn't have housing that I could afford. So I stayed in one of the rooms of this person that I was seeing and I wasn't seeing anymore. It was kind of confusing, even to me. But they respected me. And they helped to up-level my value. And I got some great interior design ideas from them. Little furry rug things for making my feet feel really soft. And they helped me pack up my stuff when my stress level had overloaded. And I helped them overcome some things that they were stressed about in life and whatnot. And I shared some things that the creator had revealed to me about them and encouraged them and were friends. Doesn't mean I'm going to hang out with this person all day long, but uh, the creator allowed me to go through this ugly season of separation from my husband because of these evil, dark people that are trying to do everything in their power to destroy the light within me. And they're probably like, why is she sharing this information? I already told my husband this earlier this year. He's like, why do you share like all of that information publicly? And I said, guess what? The tabloids will have no stories. If I'm the one that shares it first, no one can say anything bad about me. Do you understand how powerful that is? When you speak and share the truth first And you're not apologizing after the fact. Imagine if Bill Clinton had told everyone that he cheated on his wife and that he was apologetic and that it will never happen again. Do you think that the other political party would have anything bad to say about him? No. But he chose to hide it. And that's what darkness tries to do is to try and hide things because there is shame when you make mistakes. But the beautiful thing about the Creator is that there is forgiveness. Anyone, anyone can shift and change their behavior in a moment. And that's why when I see my husband, I'm going to let him know that I dated a few people. 
while we were separated because I honestly thought that he wanted a divorce and I felt so hurt and disrespected and rejected that I was trying to fill that void and that pain. And so I'm going to apologize to him because that is in my faith system what needs to happen and he may or he may not desire to be with me anymore at that point and that's okay. It still needs to be done. It's the right thing to do. Apologize when you have wronged someone. Whether or not they choose to forgive you, that is not your job. Your job is to apologize when you've done something wrong. Correct the wrong. If you've stolen from them, you have to repay back. Um, In the Word, I believe it says to repay back seven times. Um, There's different different sections of it Uh, the creator told me the the thefts that have been going on from this judas in our circle that he will be paying back 10 times to each person that he has stolen from i'm okay with seven but if the creator says 10 that's that's what it's going to be The king of it all, both the light and the dark, is also owner of all monies, of all everything. Everything on this earth is owned by the creator. Now the creator has given dominion to the dark angel of the earth. But the creator is still in charge of it all and is moved by the prayers of his people. When you get down on your knees and you humble yourself, you confess whatever it is that separates you from the creator above, from light, and you make your needs be known, you ask, Please help me with this creator. I'm struggling with my relationship with my partner or my child is really sick and we don't have the money for the chemo treatment or for the alternative natural treatment. We're on a wait list for this this new trial. Ask what it is that you desire from your heart. And also speak aloud that if it's not your will, then that's okay too. Whatever you desire for our family, we love and respect you. Thank you for hearing us. Can you, can you imagine how powerful it is that you can actually speak directly to your creator at any time? 24-7 about anything that you need you have not because you ask not that's what Steve Harvey said a lot um, I think it's in Habakkuk if I'm remembering correctly <clears throat> whatever it is that you ask for 
will be given to you if your intentions are pure and in the Creator's perfect timing, not your timing. I desire to have children. I'm okay with having uh, foster kids, adopting children, or having natural birth. I found out earlier this year, I was looking into being a foster parent for next year. But because my husband and I are not divorced and separated in my state, the foster care program that works with the state um, spoke with the woman that is in charge of it, and she said, they won't allow you to be a foster parent. I said, why not? She said, because your husband isn't there. If you decided you wanted to adopt the child, they wouldn't allow you to without his signature. So I've had to let go of that desire to grow a family right now, for right now. The Creator knows my heart and has already spoken to me about being a mother and a grandmother and a great-grandmother, so I know that it will happen. It just might not be for a little while. And so I'm patient, and I'm choosing to focus on what I can control, which is nothing, <laughs> but what I can lean in towards and help improve upon. So here is here's a little something from Habakkuk 2 verse, verses 2 and 3 The Lord's answer Then the Lord replied Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. It's okay to speak your desires aloud, to ask for them. But don't be demanding and don't expect that it will happen. Because if you put so much expectation in it and then it doesn't, then you'll be disappointed. Then you'll be frustrated at the Creator. The Creator is in charge of it all and sees all of the intricacies, the timing of everything. If I were to give birth and my body wasn't ready for it, I could die in childbirth, or I could have serious medical complications. One of my, one of my connections, we connected through a direct sales company. She's a sweetheart. She gave birth a couple years ago, and during the birthing process, it was so strenuous on her body, 
that she actually had a stroke, which I didn't know at the time is actually pretty common for women. So the first year of her child's birth, she had to learn how to walk again. She couldn't really nurse because she was taking medications to help her combat her rehab and whatnot. So she missed out almost a year of her child's growth. And her husband had to be like single parent and take care of wife, take care of baby. Um, bills are adding up, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm not frustrated right now that I can't have children. I would still like it. It would be nice. But I'm trusting in the creator's timing for it all. I know that there's a need for foster families in my community and you should check in your community. I can't be a foster parent until my husband comes back. But if you desire to be a foster parent, you should look into it for your community and see, ask them what the um, ages of greatest need are. Um, in my area, they said siblings to keep the siblings together and, um, the older kids, like the teen kids, they were having a hard time getting them into foster care. If you're able to do it, do it. And they do, I don't know what the payment is, but they do help um, give you some money to help offset the cost of housing and whatnot. Um, I would love to be able to do it and not even need that check so that that check could be used to take the kids on vacations. Um, I had dated a guy when I first moved across the country for a little bit, um, and he, he was the person that took care of his child primarily, but she told me stories of before he got custody where she was in a foster care situation because um, her mom couldn't help her. And these, these uh, foster parents were so well off that they took 100% of her foster care check that they received that they could use for whatever. Um, they actually took her to like Disney World and did all kinds of fun trips because they wanted it to be a positive experience for her and they had the means to do so. That is using your powers for good. I know there's a high need right now um, because I spoke with a person that does child abuse investigations for our state. And she said, Aaron, there are so many cases right now that we're dealing with from 2020. It's unreal. And I actually showed her my alternative therapy that I developed around that same time. The creator revealed to me two alternative therapies. One was for the workplace and one is, is um, like an alternative private school slash uh, daycare service for active duty deployed families, like a five-star quality service for their kids at one-star pricing. It's called the Community Learning Institute. The creator revealed it to me in full detail. I wrote out everything. It's a way to add revenue to the local county 
to first responders, to pay more taxes, and to help veteran families that get often uh, not the best educational opportunities for the kids because of the deployments that they have to have and the moving and there's not standardized education in all places so kids are learning different things and they're having to pay a buttload of money and all kinds of things the creator revealed this opportunity in full detail for me I'm so grateful I shared it with her she was so impressed She does child abuse investigations for the state. She recently graduated, got her master's degree, and a part of her master's was working directly with a psychologist, a PhD in psychology that owns multiple practices. She gave me their direct contact information to reach out to them, to sit down with this professor of this university. Because I also mentioned to her that I was reporting racism that I witnessed And she is a woman of color. And she was impressed that I stood up for injustice. And I did. I reached out to this professor. But unfortunately, even that email was blocked from these political party leaders that make negative claims towards another political leader calling this person a racist. Who's the racist now? How about we just stop name-calling people? Stop wasting our energy talking bad about the other political parties and learn to work together. That's what using your light for good is all about. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this special Christmas episode of Light and Darkness and the leader of it all. Hopefully you learned something today. Hopefully we added value to you. It would mean the world to us if you did learn something. If you would screenshot the part that most stood out to you, post it on social, tag us, and help us continue to spread our mission of hope around the world. Love you guys so much. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And you can can check our downloads at any time. 24-7 24-7 for the listening room contest, go to themovehappy.podbean.com. That's T-H-E-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-B-Y dot P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com. See you guys next time.